presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My Host Pro Wrestling Podcast. It is Scotty Via and Paralegal Mike back for another fantastic, super fun-filled pro wrestling week. Mike, how are you, pal? Oh, I'm not bad, and you? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a rough work week for me. Hasn't been good. Uh, but today worked out a little bit better. Nice. And... T- I'm already working on tomorrow Friday, so that's that's going well. So I started off rough, finishing strong here, I think. So it's it's been a, a grind and a battle. And honestly, pro wrestling's the only thing that's really been like getting me out of my funk to be like, oh man, I could I could stop thinking about shit for a little bit. So I'm pretty pumped about that. How's your week been? Not bad. Um busy. Yeah. Yeah. Now beginning of the month at work. So Ooh, right, right, right. I mean, you know, when Home is your office. Yeah. (laughs) You work from home all the time. So as soon as work is done, do you like get up and go somewhere just to get out? No, I literally just walk out of this room I'm in right now. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I mean, I'm in here from quarter to eight until lunchtime. And then periodically like go washroom, go have a smoke or something. Yeah. Nope. I can separate this room by just closing the door. I like it. I uh, like it, and then we uh, we bring you back once a week, a little bit extra, to record this show. That yeah, so it's many nicer people's... doing it this way. I bet, I bet. Yeah, it, it looks like you're. Uh, well, one, you're wearing a shirt, so yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Winter's might... here. Yeah, <laughs> which means time to get warm and talk about some professional wrestling. Oof, dude, I am pumped. I was actually talking to a guy at work. And I was uh, explaining him the world of CWE, Canadian Wrestling Elite. That they got a show coming up here at the end of the month uh, in Regina, but they're starting to tour here pretty quick all throughout Western Canada and into Saskatchewan here. And letting him know guys like Ultimo Dragon 
are going to be on this show and they're super fun to watch. So uh, I, I'm trying to convince him. He's a pretty big wrestling fan. I'd be like, dude, come support local wrestling. You won't regret it one bit. So uh, he may be showing up as well. But one thing I didn't talk to him about because I'm like, you know, oh. fuck that. I'm not talking to, you know, Johnny Bananas over here <laughs> about Kenny Omega and and MJF at Collision. Yeah, I'm doing it here on the pod. I'm doing it here with my brother, with Paralegal yes. Mike. For you, the fans, for you, the listeners that you've been waiting to hear. What are we talking about this week? We're starting off with MJF and Kenny Omega from Collision last week in a world title match. And the buildup on being the elite that bled into AEW Dynamite was MJF giving him the countdown because Kenny's held the record for the longest reigning or championship reign in AEW short history. And MJF's creeping up on it. So every week on being the elite, it was, you know, like 20 days, bitch, 14 days, bitch. Then on TV, it was, you know, three days, bitch. And then Kenny hit him back with a two days, bitch, or whatever it was, you know. It it was, I mean, the promo leading up to Collision, their little face-to-face, really got you pumped for what was going to happen on that Saturday night. Man, that promo on last week's Dynamite was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it, sold it. Um, both guys were fantastic, but let's get right into the match, dude. Like it main evented uh collision, obviously. Well, and without a doubt. <laughs> and there, there, Mike, there's definitely times where I'm like, come on, you guys, like you're giving me Kenny and MJF, and I'm not gonna complain about it, but you could have built a program, you could have obviously put this as a main event of a pay-per-view. Like Kenny's the best boat machine, the best guy in the company, and we're getting this match for free on TV which is wild to me, but I feel like in a way they're kind of building Max's resume up a little bit. Cause let's be honest in before he became this world champion, he didn't work much at all. And now he's working more than he ever has before in AEW. And they're trying, I think they're trying to build that resume up of like, okay, he didn't work much before, but damn, he's a credible champion. This guy's working every big show. They're throwing random matches with Kenny Omega out there and MJF is holding his own. You know, it's going to your point there with like wrestling more. I think he's needed Agreed. on those shows. Like, I think I think it's past just like the promo can do it, especially now that he's not like a scathing shitty heel. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna have to prove your worth by by working, and he's been doing a hell of a job in this latter half of the year of of working. And um, let bring this right to this match. Obviously, you're going against Kenny Omega, <laughs> which without a doubt is probably the best working in-ring talent in the world still. Yeah. Scotty, you, you said you had some problems with the match. I think the only issue I have with this match is that MJF is not Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. MJF doesn't have the style of a Kenny Omega. And it, it shows, but I do like to see MJF try to act like a, most of the wrestlers in AEW. <laughs> He busts it out when he wants to, and it looks great. He does a good job, and he sells it. He he does a good enough job. Yes. Like, his athleticism is good. Like, he's an athlete. There's no doubt about it. Guy's in great shape. But, like, doing the type of moonsault you are over the ropes, I'm like, careful there, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Careful. Like, um, I really enjoyed the match. Like Kenny is always outstanding. I mean, if you haven't seen like some of the the memes and stuff online, the Sonic rings. Yeah. Of every time a <laughs> trigger was hit, <laughs> the rings spilling on MJF. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I I worry again because like you did this match on Collision, 
instead of doing it at a, a bigger show, which, which guess what? This match could have been mm-hmm. top bill on a, on a, a bot show. It, it's confusing booking, but you had him wrestle Kenny Omega and it makes me worry about where they use him next. Clearly Jay White is the plan. Yeah. Like we all know that obviously the belt is held hostage, which is a ridiculous storyline. <laughs> I don't like it either, but it is what it is. I think, uh, as we're recording this, Dynamite's on right now, and yeah. I think Max will get it back tonight. And by the time you're all hearing this, you'll know either way. But I, I agree with you on everything you said when it comes to Max has those moves that he can pull out, but do, does he really need to kind of thing? Uh, who knows? He did it well enough. I think they put it on collision to do the old, you'll never know what's happened on collision. You better buy a ticket and show up. I mean, let's be honest, we're in small town Saskatchewan, you know, a yeah. couple hundred thousand people. We got Samoa Joe versus CM Punk for the first time in 12 years or whatever it was, right? In front of 3,000 people. So they're I, they're trying. They're trying to lay that groundwork of, you better buy a ticket. You never know the match you're going to get. True. So, True. <laughs> I mean, also, watch our television program if yes. you can. A- absolutely. It's, <laughs> uh, it sucks that Collision and Rampage are behind a paywall for us Canadians, but it is what it is. Mike, my, my issue with the match, and, and it's going to be a repetitive thing that I've said before in the past and most likely yeah, going right. on in the future. When I see MJF hit Kenny Omega with a, a reverse dragon Rana and Omega gets up and just gives him one back and then they both lay on the ground and then sell it. Mike, I'm getting real sick of that. I'm getting sick of the whole, I'm going to do a big move to you, and then you're going to do a big move to me, and then we'll sell. I feel like there's got to be a happy medium somewhere, somewhere there. When when we saw that when we were kids, it would happen like once a pay-per-view, and it'd be mm-hmm. months in between before you'd see a guy take a big move, and then another guy kind of do another move right back out of retaliation just last desperation kind of thing right and then both guys selling like mjf took a buckle bomb from kenny omega which is a pretty devastating move and it's deep in the match both guys are pretty worn out and then mjf basically just no sells it bounces off that turnbuckle and hits kenny with a clothesline then both guys go down and sell like in my opinion all right the buckle bomb's a bigger move than a clothesline why is mjf down uh, or why is Kenny down longer than MJF on this one? I just, I, there's got to be a happy medium where you hit a buckle bomb and Kenny's doing it out of desperation and both guys can just lay there instead of MJF having to do a move back to him to make them both sell. It just, it's getting to be too much. It's getting to be the, the you chop me, I'll chop you, you know, you forearm me, I'll forearm you. And I'm just going to sit here and wait for it kind of thing. It's really starting to irk me in pro wrestling in this glorified indie whatever you want to call it it's fun that you bring that up grandpa (laughs) where have you been there's no there's no going back if you if you don't want that i highly recommend you just watch tv on monday and friday like it the fed still has a way of of not overusing that i mean obviously nxt i think you have a little wiggle room still on how you perform because you are coming from a an outside source but AEW's kind of built its foundation around this style. Oh, yeah. And I don't see them going back on that. 
I mean, there's some talents who you brought in who I think could help slow this stuff down and, and go back to a more traditional storytelling and ring. I think Edge will be really good for a lot of these young talent, especially like when he is calling it in the ring. Yeah. I, I think that'll help. But in terms of this match, Max was letting Kenny lead the fucking charge and rightfully so. Absolutely. For me, it's like I've, I've seen so much great in-ring psychology from MJF. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that I'm surprised that those spots were put into the match. And I, I, I'm not saying he didn't try to make him look like it was desperation, but maybe it just didn't acro- come across to me because I saw it once in the match and then it happened again. I'm, so I was kind of looking for it. Let's be honest. I was probably looking like, why are we doing this again? Like, so my thing is, is I'll never take away the effort from the, the wrestlers in the ring ever because they're all trying to do the best match in the world. But spots like that, I'm just like, all right. I mean, it's it's the new Canadian driver. It's a new super kick where we're doing a move, no sell it. He'll do a move back, and then we'll both sell it kind of thing. And it's it's happening too often, in my opinion. But that's my only nitpick. Again, nitpick. Love the match. I thought actually thought like the match started off pretty sluggish. Where I'm like, did these guys not stretch or anything ready to go? Like I was kind of like, this is the match everyone's talking about. What is going on? Well the names that you have attached to it of course there's going to be buzz around it and i think like really great crowd reactions seem like pretty positive outcry on it online as well but yeah it's maybe aw needs as a whole like going back to your nitpickiness (laughs) because like yeah it's i mean this is the fun of the show right like you're allowed to feel a certain way about the pro wrestling you're watching obviously we're not professional wrestlers and we obviously respect what they're doing in ring but AEW is followed in the footsteps of an era of New Japan in that fighting spirit that yeah. happens that is clearly carried over. Like, I mean, the company started with guys who were running game in Japan mm-hmm. and working talents who would do that night in, night out. Like, I mean, this is why I worry more of like Kenny should be the one on TV less, which it's like kind of nice he has been because the way he works is like you, you can get injured very fast. Yeah, working that style like even the Bucks like when they were on a run I'm like these guys are on TV quite a bit like careful though like because they go for it and maybe too much so but it's a part of who they are like when you hear Kenny Omega's name come up you're like oh we're gonna see some shit well and that's the thing Mike like after the match and after a AEW collision went off the air both guys MJF grabbed the mic and said some great things about MJF or about Kenny Omega which I was like great like awesome like we don't need to hear this and we probably shouldn't be hearing this but it's awesome that mjf's like all right i'm in a spot right now where i can give kenny his flowers and then the one thing i didn't like kenny saying is like you know I, at this point i'm i'm not the best belt machine in the world i'm like god damn it though i know you can pull it out whenever you want and be the best belt machine and we all fully believe that and we i don't want him to slow down when it comes to being in the ring maybe you know separate tv matches from pay-per-view matches or championship matches kind of thing but i i was like no kenny i don't want this because we finally have him on tv right like we have him on our tv he's not used a ton uh, uh, in the last five years but he's used for bigger storylines and he has been on tv quite a bit with ever since Takeshita turned on him and, and don Callis turned on him so i'm Which enjoying ultimately this went nowhere and it was awful <laughs> as i was saying that i'm like where did that go I know I guess Takesh like, has a, lot, like a lot like a lot of AEW stories kind of <laughs> yeah. just fizzled out and we we forget it ever happened. Yeah. If, but... if if it was just okay, right? Like we will remember CM Punk and MJF. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll I, remember absolutely. stuff like that, but you're not remembering this 
run of Kenny Omega. No, I need to see more of a, a devilish heel of Takeshita. And I'm just, I don't get that on my TV at all. And outside of the match he had with, oh man, who was it a couple weeks ago where I felt like, man, Takeshita's laying his stuff in. He's being more of a heel wrestler. Nah, I can't remember who it was, but anyway. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of a, a bit of a bummer. And now that Don Callis family thing has shifted more towards Jericho, I feel like. So we'll uh, we'll see where that goes. But again, let us know your thoughts on Omega and MJF from last week on Collision on the, the socials at In My Host Pod. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm not going to lie to you guys. We need to bump up our Twitter numbers. It's it's The number we have is hurting us. Let's be honest. It's hurting us. When people look at us and be like, oh, you don't have that many listeners. We're not going to get interviews or anything else. So let, let's let's give us a do a big following spree on the Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, yeah, more cool things and fun things will happen to us. We've got some uh, opportunities coming, but we need the help. And also give us a rating on the Spotify and whatever you podcast platform you listen to us on. Next on our show, obviously this weekend's big event. That's right. We're headed back to Saudi Arabia. It's time for WWE Crown Jewel. The Crown Jewel. Oh, boy. And Crown Jewel. Heard a lot of talk about this main event, and I've, I haven't heard a single, not one, good way of booking that match. But we'll get that into a little bit. You Obviously, we talked about it last week, but we'll get back to that. Obviously, I think the pick will be pretty expected on that one. But it's, mm-hmm. it, there's a decent card on this show. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm already aggravated though a little bit, Mike. Sami Zayn's on the on the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. After what that man's been doing on Raw lately, he needs to be on the main card. But anyway, sure, we've talked about this. Absolutely, Sami Zayn's not a champion. He won't be a, a world champion. I see it best. Anyway, here we go. Let's start <laughs> off with Scotty Via's favorite wrestler in the entire world. Cody Rhodes is facing off against the Judgment Hello. Day's own Damian Priest. Scotty. Mike. I've already written down Cody Rhodes' name on our pick'em list. Oh, you, you, you have. You, you've, you've selected for me. Uh, Mike, <laughs> I don't actually think Cody wins, and I don't. Think I also, I also don't think Cody's gonna win, and it's gonna be shenanigans, mm-hmm. heavy shenanigans, which it should be the way it goes. There is not a lot of Judgment Day presence on this show outside of um, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley. To be fair, those guys aren't jumping in on a women's match to help Rhea Ripley. Yeah. But everyone will jump in to ensure that Damian Priest beats Cody Rhodes. Now, as I say that, it could also go the way of they try to help. Yeah. And we get um, Jey Uso and crew. <laughs> and friend. <laughs> yeah, and friend. To come and save the day, right? So Cody could get that win, which, again, do the Saudis want to see the good guy win? I would think... They want a Cody victory. Mike? And the more I say it out loud, the more I'm going to pick Cody Rhodes to go over on Damian Priest. Wow. All right, I'm gonna Which is which you know what? I love watching Cody lose. Everyone knows it. Because you just it hurts you so much. And that's why I love it. But really, in that in that audience with that woe that's gonna happen, mm-hmm. pretty sure you want Cody walking out. Uh Mike, I and I'm I'm putting down that Cody will Cody's my pick to win. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he will. I actually think Damian Priest will win. But I just it, I'm kind of going with we're gonna get the the babyface pop for the that victory because I think it's gonna yeah. be a little bit more heel heavy on this show. 
I, I mean, that's why I think coming out of it with Cody getting the win, mm-hmm. like at least a fan favorite face getting that win, yeah. is probably for the best. But like I'm also with you. Like, I think you could give this to Damien in like a shady fashion, which you probably should do. But like, I'm, I'm sticking with my guns, though. I'm going to go one little further. This won't be for points or anything like that. Just for just to pad my Booker of the Year stats. Uh, I'm sure. Going to... <laughs> I, think, I think I've been nailing it the last pay-per-views. <laughs> You've been doing all right. Uh, I think the Judgment Day crew will cost Damien the match. Yeah. And... Almost like I just said that, <laughs> but I, I said the word and I have more. Oh, oh he has more, probably the same thing more. I just said too. And and <laughs> and this is the official beginning of the end with Damian Priest being in Judgment Day. I think this begins the true tension between Damian and Finn and the little JD guy and, and Dominic. I think this is exciting. I, I believe. Damian Priest has, been, Priest has been killing it on Monday Night Raw lately, on the mic mm-hmm. and in the ring, to the point where I'm like, this guy's a star. I I can't see him being heel long term. He is a very good heel, but I think he's just got too many great babyface qualities. He could be a cool, good guy. So I that's my my side I th- pick. I think obviously this is a good time to start that beginning of the end, moving into Survivor Series. It's awesome, awesome call by you. Thank you. I'm just not with you in the the camp that that audience will love Damian Priest as a face. Oh, interesting. We'll get into that uh, maybe sometime. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what the fallout is after yeah. Survivor Series. But yeah, we're both going Cody Rhodes. Cody. We both feel like Cody should lose, but Cody well, Rhodes is going to win. Moving on, let's talk about Scotty Villa's actual favorite wrestler, John Cena. That's right. He's going up against Solo Sokoa of the Bloodline. Yeah, the Bloodline. I was going to yeah. say Judgment Day again. There we go. <laughs> um, John Cena going to do the favors for Solo Sokoa. I 100% agree. It, it is going to 100% be Solo going over. Yeah. John Cena is going to wrestle terribly like he always does. He's going to sell terribly. He's going to have goofy, <laughs> worse than Pee Wee Herman animated faces. And I'm going to hate every second of it. And. Mike, I'm just going to say, fuck that guy. I mean, everyone heard you said, I love that guy. No, I said, fuck that guy. Sure. What I said. <laughs> I'm going solo all day. You know, it has to be like there's Cena wrapping up and getting ready to go back to, you know, now his day job. Mm-hmm. My question is, how does he do it? Do they go 20 or do they let solo fucking kill John Cena? Because mm-hmm. you just need to start hitting the gas pedal with solo Sokoa. Like if he's going to be a player and he's your enforcer, you show it on John Cena. You have him get crushed. I would do it that way. But they love, they love John, and guess what? That that audience is going to fucking love John, and they don't want to see him get beat up. Mike? But I think I think you should solely because of that fact have Solo just steamroll him. But they won't. But Solo still getting the win. Mike, this could be the make or break for this match and the last match either john's going to go over or cody's going to go over oh be- because yeah. you can apply the baby face pop but baby face angle to either one of those guys because they are the uber baby faces right now yes but I- i'm going to stick with solo needs this victory to be the more dominant guy and john needs to put over a guy yes and, and, the rub what, and what a guy to do it yeah what, what a guy to do it for la Knight didn't need the john cena rub i don't think so either um, Solo definitely needs that rub. 
Yeah. But you, I mean, yeah, you're part of the, the biggest storyline of the year. But sorry, man. Like, you have shown nothing for what could happen if you end up by yourself. And, and that's the thing. Like, you haven't done anything with Solo going after a mid-card title to take over, like, SmackDown and have Bloodline dominance. And I think that's been by design. Mm-hmm. So you need a guy like John Cena to put over Solo. Yeah. To just build him up as that as that monster. It's the same way John Cena and Umaga did it back in the day. That's it's right. It's the same storyline and same type of battle. And I'm going Solo. For yeah. the victory. Me too. Lock Same that one in. Legal Mike. Next up on the car, we got, well, again, non-order. We don't know the order. Yeah. We'll 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 put our, our bets on what's gonna open the show though, because we, we know goddamn well what's closing the show. Yep. We got EO Sky versus Bianca Belair for the WWE women's title. Hmm. Well, it was a good run, EO Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Bianca's getting that strap. And I fucking hate it. I think we can wait on it. Mm. Unless damage control is really going to get involved. I would like to see... Because I, I agree with you that Bianca's going to get back soon. I'd mm. rather her get it back on a SmackDown and be like, sure. no, let's put this on TV compared to um, on Crown Jewel. Well, they'll do, they'll do good numbers for Crown Jewel. For Oh, they definitely will. I'm just like, oh, do they do? Is that the title switch? Because I don't think any other titles are switching on the pay per view. I do. So I absolutely do think a title switching on the pay per view outside of this one. Oh, interesting. I like it. We'll get. I, I feel like you kind of know it too, and I think you're going to pick the same as me when we get to it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with EO. Cool. I, you know what? I hope you're right. And you're going Bianca. I am going Bianca. And I, I wouldn't be, we, neither one of us would be surprised if Bianca won it. And then no, we start. But I would love nothing more than EO to get it. But let's just fucking get some momentum and like do something with EO in the process. Mm-hmm. Learn, learn from all the mistakes in women's wrestling over the past couple of years. Ooh. It's kind of been a bit of a mess. Yeah. So like, let's use these fucking people you have and turn them into something. But Good no, call. I do think Bianca, I think Bianca's coming out on top though. Good call. What do we got? Next up, another women's match. We got Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Zoe Stark versus Raquel Rodriguez for the WWE Women's World title. Boy, is... <laughs> it's a hard pick on this one. It's uh, as hard as the main event. Rhea Ripley's retaining. There's no question, no doubt here at all. For someone who hardly works, you better fucking win. Yes. And how The question is, who are you sizing up in this match to get into a singles program with? Well, they're re- they've really been pushing the her and the Raquel Rodriguez. Fan-wise, it feels like on TV, no one's investing in Raquel. Why? Because they haven't built a story around her, for crying out loud. Yeah, go for but, it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think of when it comes down to it, because it, it feels like when it comes to Mania time, it feels like they're sizing up Becky versus Jade Cargill. Okay. So I don't know where that leaves Rhea. And we're getting in, we're getting in that time where you start thinking, all right, what happens at Rumble, and then what happens at Mania? Does Rhea hold the title until Mania? If she does, who does she fight? If she doesn't, who does she lose it to and when? I don't think it's here. But who is the person to take it off of her? Uh, I think we can discuss after Crown Jewel. I would bait and switch it, because I think I'd rather see Becky go against Rhea. Rhea's established. They're both Mm -hmm. established names. You could really do them 
um, the the whole kill the giant kind of scenario, which WWE loves doing, because Becky's the man, right? Like, have your shot at Rhea, because I think I think Charlotte's going to win the women's Rumble and or or Jade. Like somehow it's got to be Jade and Charlotte at Mania. Uh, that those are all great. great like options. I mean, you would you would love to see that match, and I think like working with Charlotte is probably your better bet. I think so. I just like I had said before a couple of weeks ago on the on this very show, Mike, mm. that I feel like when Charlotte has to gear down to meet somebody, it's too noticeable. It really, really is for me. And, and she would be gearing down for for Jade. Unless that time is being well spent at the PC. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. But getting reps in a ring, doing roles and stuff is completely different than getting reps uh, in front of a WrestleMania crowd. So I would I would say, well, I mean, WrestleMania still has got its fucking matches like that. man. Yeah, there's two nights. You're like, you're going to not everything on the card is going to be that that good. Mm-hmm. There's just too much wrestling. But um, going back to like this match, yeah. WWE, get it together. Figure out your women's division. Also, AEW, get it together. If you're yeah. if you're a woman's wrestler right now in this business, you're upset with what you see on TV. I agree, unless you're watching NXT. NXT is the only show that's getting the women's division 100% right. And I will give them Impact the same thing as well. Impact Wrestling is doing a fantastic job. The same was, in my opinion, as NXT of having women featured, having women's storylines. In uh, Impact, they're having women fight men sometimes. Which yeah. is 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 entertaining if, if you have the right people there, but I believe NXT for a little while there, and very recently, maybe they still are half the show. Like it's split half male and half female storylines and matches. Like they're splitting that time up perfectly, I guess. So, um, and the women down there are doing great, great things. So, both going Rhea next. On this one. Next up, yeah, Rhea is obvious. I mean, we didn't even have to say. That. I could have just started yeah. with Rhea's wrestling on this card and winning. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on in our last 10 minutes here. We have Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul for the WWE oh, United States title. Completely there forgot there. about this. Exactly. Now now you see what I mean. There's going to be a title change on this card. 100% there is. Logan uh, Paul. Yeah, Lo- Logan Paul. I think Logan Paul is getting ready to dig his feet in in this time of year for WWE. Obviously, he's, he's done his foray into boxing again. I think Logan Paul is going to be a little bit more of a standout on television. So, yeah. Ray, obviously, great talent. Ray doesn't need to be carrying any belts anymore. Nope. He doesn't need to be that guy. Um, yeah, they're giving it to Logan. Like they're they're gonna start at the very bottom title you could probably have and run with. And Logan's definitely beating Ray, beating him clean too. Uh, I'm not gonna say he's gonna beat him clean. I think at some point the LWO is gonna try and help Ray. At some point, it's gonna backfire. And Logan Paul is going to do something dirty to get the victory, just to get more booze, uh, because kids do cheer him. They got the prime drinks and all that shit there. Sure, I think this is the beginning of the LWO turning heel and splitting on on Ray. And I think we're going to get uh, evil LWO led by evil Carlito. Well, like I think that'd be fun. Obviously, you want to lead into big season of wrestling with um, Carlito versus Ray. It's a great mania match. Love to see it. Love to yeah. see it. That, that's a really good call, actually. I didn't factor in the LWO stuff, but yeah, no, Logan's getting that victory. Like Lo- he's Logan has, he has yeah. to. He's he's. We're coming into that time of year, like you said. We're getting into Rumble and Mania season. 
Logan Paul, who was he shit talking the other day that I was like, there's your WrestleMania match with Logan Paul. I can't remember who it is. Damn it. Anyway, um, yeah, Logan Paul, new US champion this weekend. Yes. Next up, Seth freaking Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for the world heavyweight title. Tough one, Scotty. Tough one. Probably the toughest one we've had to decide on in the show so far. Agreed. But I'm putting my foot down on this one. I'm oh, I'm excited. In the ground on this I'm one. I'm excited. We are getting a new world heavyweight champion in Drew McIntyre. Moses. I know I've said this. Every program that Seth has had since he became the <laughs> world champion. I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why, but I'm like, yeah, this is it. The only thing I can think of that could derail this is if Damian Priest comes out to almost cash in and fuck things up. But I, I'm, I'm which, just going which I'd be cool with too. That's a fun little thing for Damian Priest gets on the show twice, then reinforcing your point of like make Damian Priest a star. Um, Seth Rollins is gonna win because Drew McIntyre isn't coming out to his old fucking song. And the only time Drew McIntyre is gonna win that title is when he comes out to that fucking broken dream song. There's your telltale sign. Unless he does come out to broken dreams, then I'm going, <laughs> oh shit, Scotty's right. I think we're going to actually get Drew McIntyre full heel turn, some sort of low blow, hit him with a chair behind the rest back kind of thing, and Drew's going to win the title that way. I think WWE's going to try to do that to Seth. They're going to pull their card and Ooh. see if they can turn the crowd on Seth. That would be cool. I'd actually probably be a little bit more interested in that. I like this kind of tweener Drew McIntyre we're getting. but I, I think A harder edge for sure. You could, LA Knight can exist in that realm. So could yeah. Drew McIntyre. I, I I just think you're better off having a guy who's like known to run with the ball being a heel. Mm-hmm. And that's Seth Rollins. It's just how this, this crowd is going to react to it. Like you said, the song's so fucking over. Pretty tough to be mad at Seth Rollins. But I think that he's the guy you could do it with. This, this so I, I'm actually, I'm actually picking Seth Rollins to retain. I, I like it. This match is going to be heavily favored into the Booker of the Year here. I think uh, at the yeah. end of the year. This oh, one. I think so. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it's a tough one too because, like, I'm very excited for the match itself. Yeah, because Drew's a fuck brick shit house in comparison to Seth. Sorry, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Both but- great workers, so I'm very excited to see what they can pull off. I want to see a very evil side of Drew McIntyre before he even turns heel, but that's just me. Let's uh, let's get to the next one. This is fun. And this is it. Here we are in our last five minutes of this week's show. That's right. It's Roman Reigns versus LA Knight for the undisputed WWE Universal title. Obviously, we talked about this on a separate show. Boy, we're worried for LA Knight. Yeah. And Real I still worried. am. Mike, I don't like this match. I don't like that they put him in this spot. I'd rather see him going up against Rey Mysterio, to be honest, and winning that title. Sure. Um, we talked about this, too. Could have fed him to Gunther. Could have got him ready for that program. Agreed. Agreed. I see Gunther kicking the Miz on TV. I think there's a, it's an absolute 1,000% no-brainer that Roman Reigns is winning this match. And, I, Mike, I'm going to give us the kudos of if – LA Knight wins by DQ. Now, this is a Roman victory, so I'm not going to split hairs on this one, Mike. We know that LA Knight is not winning the championship. No. and LA Knight is getting pinned by Roman Reigns, as it should be. 
I like LA Knight just as much as the next fan. But there ain't no fucking way he's being the tribal chief. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You can't in a million years try to pitch me an idea where it's a good idea for LA Knight now, right now, to beat Roman Reigns. In a show that I feel exists out of WWE continuity. Yes. Like I've always felt this way about Crown Jewel, where I'm like, it doesn't feel like it actually pertains to what happens on Monday or on Friday or during their actual pay-per-views. No jab at the Saudis. I don't want to have any of that flack coming my way. (laughs) But this is shows known for like bringing back the most wild legends because this is what they want. Mm -hmm. Show seems kind of dictated by those who have money. LA night's over. People love the guy. They want to say, yeah, like they want to do the whole thing. I just, he can't beat Roman. He's not going to beat Roman. After having this title for three, four years, it's just not going to end on this guy on this night it's just not uh wild if it would but uh i i would be <laughs> i'd be blown away yeah but it's not happening uh roman's going to retain uh i could see them doing a thing where la knight gets put in a submission hold and doesn't tap out but passes out very much like brett and steve to kind of go that angle but yeah it's, no. it's it's a no brand. No. <laughs> yeah. which, um, which what? So they wrestle again on a show I don't want them to wrestle on? Yeah. Uh, it could take it to Survivor Series. It just sneaks in and, win, and like finishes the story for Cody. That's what we're going to do? There would be riots in my house. Riots in my home. Yeah, well, happened. but <laughs> I mean, WrestleMania, I'm surprised no one took a shot. I was too busy crying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I was too busy loving it. Oh, fuck. Uh, send us your picks for Crown Jewel this weekend at the our socials, the Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at In My Host Pod is where you'll find us. We want to know what's the one match that you think will be shocking. Like for, for us here, it's I'm going Drew McIntyre winning the title kind of thing. So let us know your thoughts and picks. We want to hear them. We're going to have uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up here in the next couple of weeks. We've got ringside wrestling this coming weekend at the german club here in regina i won't be there i'm on call i'm going it's my wife's birthday this weekend so we're gonna go and check that out so we're gonna be doing that so make sure you go and support local wrestling wherever you're at and if you go to a show send us a pic let us know where you're at and we'll give you a shout out and a retweet and all that fun stuff but uh brother it's been a fun show that's it brother enjoy crown jewel everyone for repair legal mike i am scotty via this has been the In My Host Pro Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, Welcome to my house.